Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is time to get up with Go Blue. The victors were valiant. Do any questions remain about the conquering heroes? Well, here's one. Was the top of the mountain the end of the line for the ultimate Michigan man? Harbaugh's future will take center stage. And then we turn to wild card weekend. If the Eagles can't figure out how to fly, could it possibly be by Eagles by for their head coach? Oh, all that and a whole lot more. Let's go on a Tuesday morning. I got a question. Why is Jeff Saturday in a tie? <laughs> because a lot of coaches got fired yesterday. Jeff out here. Oh, oh, I mean, just Jeff showing you what, what you working with. Look at Graz. There's no I joke am. there, Graz. I'm looking at <laughs> okay. today, guys. I didn't put two and two together. Don't you do that to me again under any circumstances. Booger McFarlane is with us from Houston this morning as we bring you the sights, the sounds, the scenes of the national championship game last night. It's Washington. It's Michigan. Both undefeated and only one would bring home all the marbles. Jim Harbaugh getting J.J. McCarthy ready for the action. But opening drive. Jeff, this was a game you absolutely love. Line of scrimmage domination. Right. Doesn't get touched. Let's just take it 40. He ran into the guy. Were the DBs in, in sand? Like, what happened? Running back just running past the box. I'm not going to enjoy this highlight. I can tell. Yes, Sean, well, you're going to hate this one, too, then. How about cutting the other way, Jeffrey? We go to the left one time, Don. The next time we go to the right, you still can't stop us. Real football's being played. Donovan Edwards with both touchdowns. He hadn't scored since November 11th. Michigan looked like they were going to put this game away, but then right before halftime. Oh, this is great reflexes and eyes. He sees this guy, gets passing the bear with them, rotates back and finds the runner across the middle field. And it's good. Jalen McMillan for the touchdown, so it's 17-10 in a game that Michigan was dominating. Then that's the first play of the second half. I enjoy that. You see that number two DB? <laughs> Woodson-esque. I appreciate a Ooh. turnover anytime I see one. Will Johnson did not enjoy that. Not nearly as much. We add injury to himself. Penix limping off, but he's stay in the game. It's still a seven-point game in the fourth quarter, and then here's the one big class play they would make on the whole night. Outstanding. You hit the big tight end in the middle of the field, misjudged the jump, and it felt like this was feeling like when the game ended last night. Yeah, Colston Loveland, if that one didn't end it, this one certainly did. Finishing off the drive, boy, quorum. Breaking tackles, Jeffrey. Tackle. Great tackle. <laughs> Only one dude touched him. Look That's at- what they did to domination up front. Harbaugh knows he's got it up by two scores desperation time fourth and 13. Oh, this is where it's fun to be a DB. You know they got to throw it. You know you're going to get one. And then you just run down the sideline running 4-3 like Cat Williams. They're not going to get him. That's <laughs> Mike. Zane <laughs> Ristel. They do actually yeah. get him just at like the eight. Michigan would take it in for the score, but it's all over. Oh, the Gatorade bath and the Harbaugh's are celebrating. There's Brother John. Here's Papa Jack. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Nobody. The Michigan will Marines are champions of the college football world and afterwards their coach talking about the championship season. It couldn't have gone better. It went exactly how we wanted it to go. 
uh, to win every game. Uh, the off, off the field issues, we're innocent. And, and we, stood, we stood strong and tall because we knew we were innocent. To have completed them all, win the big games, win the Big Ten Championship, win the Rose Bowl, win the National Championship, it just, it just feels good. You just, uh, just want to pull it down, you know? Um, it's glorious. It's a glorious feeling. What, what did we No, no one knows. No one knows, no one knows what that means. But don't ruin it. It's a good moment. He's excited. Uh, let's go to Booger. Booger, unless you can explain to me what it means to uh, pull it down, let, let's dive into the biggest takeaway. Why? Nobody knows. Okay. But let's not, let's not rain on his parade. Harbaugh finally gets right. the championship. He was this close in the NFL as a player and as a coach. And here he is finally bringing the title back to his alma mater. So a great moment, clearly, for him and the family last night. Let's start with the game itself, because there are so many storylines here. Booger, what was the single biggest reason Michigan dominated the national championship game last night? Well, as much as I would love to make Jeff Saturday smile and say the offensive line because they were dominant, over 300 yards rushing, Jeff, how about that? I mean, a simple, dominant performance. Greeny, it was the defense. The defense, the defense, the defense. I go back to when the Seattle Seahawks played the Denver Broncos, and there was a thought process that great offense could really be great defense, and we talked about it all week long, only to find out that great defense was still dominant in the Seattle Seahawks. And we saw it again last night, Greeny. Great defense from the Michigan Wolverines dominated Michael Penix and the three wide receivers that everybody said couldn't be stopped. You got to give a big shout out to Jesse Minner, the defensive coordinator of the Wolverines. They were absolutely dominant, and they took apart one of the best offenses in America, and they did it with simulated pressures. They did it at the line of scrimmage. They did it a multitude of ways. The biggest difference in the game, Greeny, was the Michigan defense. I agree. You know, candidly, Dominique, Jesse Minter is not a name that everyone in America knows, but those who know college football know he might have been the most important person. The Michigan turnaround, and and there'll be plenty to be said about it from those who are skeptical, but frankly, it may be as much as anything comes from him. He has turned that defense around, and they were brilliant last night. So we were showing the game on 11 different ways last night. I watched the all-22 copy, and the sophistication of the defense that they were doing, they were passing guys off. They had simulated pressures that we pointed out. These are, I think Rex pointed out yesterday, these were NFL level defenses. And there were a couple times where college kids made mistakes and cut guys loose. But overall, you're asking a guy in Penix and an offense in those receivers, they have to adjust to that. And that's not something they see very often. They don't see defenses that are this sophisticated and players that are this smart and well coached in the course of a game. Graziano, you were making that point this morning that Washington just looked completely thrown. I mean, right, the difference in Michael Penix last week versus this week is a guy who was just not comfortable back there. They did not look like that that they were okay with what was going on up front in terms of the Mis- Michigan pass rush and I think that affected you saw him miss throws you, you know I, I, I thought it was it was a significant difference and they were getting beat up front I was thinking about Jeff Saturday yes, yes. Uh, while I was watching this game and that's well, not great it's not both things can be true right I mean yes the defense dominated but it also can be true that Michigan's offensive line yeah. just pushed them around oh there's no doubt listen when you think about complete dominance Michigan's offensive line, I think they were pissed off they didn't get the Joe Moore Award again. And Washington, get, get it, they wanted to show you what was And let me tell you what scheme can't fix. When you're getting hit in the mouth and there's nobody there. And you'll see players, I mean, watch the, the running back basically runs to the wrong hole, figures it out, goes outside, and still goes untouched for 40 yards. These are the type of plays. And the, listen, we call this like a Velcro night. It's like when the defense has Velcro on their chest and they cannot get off a block. 
they did not touch the Michigan runners all night. I think they averaged over six yards a carry before being touched. On 230 yards before contact. That means these dudes are running free. Give them a ton of credit. As much as defense did, and I yeah, completely agree. I mean, to Booker's point, though, we never asked J.J. McCarthy to do much. You didn't have to do very much right. for Michigan. That's the best part, kind of game no, plan. I'm, not, I'm saying in part because at no point was the Washington offense putting that type yeah, of pressure right. back on the Michigan. So it's a full team win, but I no think doubt. the defense was the more surprising part. We expected Washington or Michigan to be able to run the ball. And I know you know this. You're talking about Michigan defense and NFL concepts. This is an NFL guy, a mentor, yeah. who comes from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the, the previous D coordinator there was Mike McDonald, yeah. who came from the Ravens, now back with the Ravens, coordinating their That's defense coordinator and getting head coach interviews in this cycle. So something really changed with Michigan a couple years ago when they started to bring in these NFL coaches and, and me, on defense. And let me say this part about the defense. When you saw Pinnock start to miss the wide opens, yeah. right? That, and the reason that is is because yeah. in your head, yeah. the process has to speed right. up. That's where you see the difference between a pro and a, and a college athlete, right? Is that even when they are open, they're not open because your mind going so fast, you can't just do the normal stuff right. Booger, go. Well, and, and, and then also, guys, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say this. Do not let last night be a referendum uh, on Michael Penix Jr. because he's still a really no. good quarterback, and I think he's still going to play in the National Football League. He just went up against the juggernaut last night. His offensive line couldn't block. And, and for a quarterback, I don't care if it's Michael Penix or Joe Montana, when you're getting pressure, it doesn't matter. You're going to play that type of game. So I don't want anyone to take last night and say, Michael Penix can't play in the NFL. Just go back a week. He threw for 430 yards against Texas, and he was damn near perfect. So I know that might be a sentiment coming out of the game last night. I think the bigger sentiment should be that the Michigan Wolverines, regardless of everything they went through, the head coach was suspended for the first three games for alleged recruiting violations. Doesn't matter. They go 3-0. and At the end of the season, the head coach – uh, was suspended himself for th- uh, excuse me the conference suspended him for three more games and they still went three and zero fifteen and zero. I look at this season. This is a dominant season. There is no stain on it. They were the best team in college football. They still might not be like twenty nineteen LSU, but not many teams are. So we should look <laughs> oh, at this <laughs> as a great season for the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, uh, uh, and Burger, I can't remember where he went to college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. No, but, but, but let's be serious because there will be people waking up this morning who will ask that question, who don't follow the sport week in, week yes. out the way you do, sitting there with Nagandi on ABC every Saturday night, who just heard about all these things, the Harbaugh suspended, cheating, scandal, all that kind of stuff. And they'll wake up this morning asking the question of an expert like yourself. Should we look at this title differently? Should we treat it as though something happened last night that was not right for the sport? What is the answer to those people, Booger? The answer is no, Greeny, because, again, the recruiting violations, they haven't been proven yet. That's number one. Number two, as far as the sign stealing, like, guys, you can make a big deal about it if you want to. We've been stealing signs in football for years, and you can say that nobody's gone to the level that Michigan did if they did do it. And I I may see that point to you, but at the end of the day, once they brought these alleged sign stealing things to light, they still beat Penn State, Ohio State, Iowa. Alabama and Washington for the championship. So I think they left no doubt, regardless of what you want to say about any issues, they were the best team in college football. People thought they couldn't beat Alabama. They dominated Alabama up front, especially Mm -hmm. on the defensive line. And so, Greeny, well, we can say it a bunch of different ways. They were the best offensive line in football, regardless of the Joe Moore Award. They were a team of destiny. Think about this, Greeny. They got into the playoff three years ago. They lost to Georgia. They got back in. They got blown out by TCU. 
They come in this year and they continue to bang their head against the wall and they finally break through. This is not a championship just for this season. This mm -hmm. is a three-year culmination yeah. of Jim Harbaugh bringing Michigan back to prominence and perseverance by a lot of seniors that said they weren't going to leave. They were going to come back, and I talked to them on the field last night. It's the most focused team I've ever been around. The only thing that mattered to these guys was the championship, and that was conveyed Ooh. to me by the players and by every coach that I talked to. Boog brought his, brought his A game this morning. Got ready, me hyped up. I love it, Boog. There's a lot. There's a lot in that, and then we also have to get to Jim Harbaugh's future, which Mr. Graziano has a lot to say about because the ultimate Michigan man has now accomplished his mission. Yeah. Maybe the next stop is somewhere else. We're going to get into all of this. Stay right where you are. We have all morning long to dive into Michigan winning the title last night. We also have to deal with this. Will it be decision day today in Foxborough? Is Bill Belichick on his way out? And if so, I think I have the perfect spot for him to land. Plus, no one is playing better than Jordan Love. Should Dak and the Cowboys be on upset alert? We got the Natty. We got the wild card weekend. We're all jammed up this morning. Stay with us. It's a Tuesday get up on ESPN. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back on Get Up, waking up with Michigan, the champions of the football world. Chris Fowler, take it away. You trust your receiver against one of the best DBs in the country. Penix looks the other direction down the seam. It's intercepted by Sandra Still. Mikey Sandra Still has a couple of blockers. A convoy 
Michigan set up inside the 10. Mikey Sandristo, biggest play of this defense tonight. The celebration was on for Michigan as that pick sealed it for their defense. The fourth team in the last 25 years to go undefeated and never allow 25 points in any of their games. Of those four teams, as you see on your screen, no one had a better scoring margin than Michigan did this year. But all the questions after for Jim Harbaugh were about his future. Here's what he said. I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Unfortunately, it does. I mean, that, that is the reality of the business that we have chosen because the NFL is waiting for him. That, that, that's right, the reality of the situation. For those just waking up with us that maybe don't spend a lot of time in this world, Jim Harbaugh in the last few weeks hired a very well-known NFL agent named Don Yee, who has represented, among others, Tom Brady. And that has led so many to assume and we always know it's dangerous to assume yes, yes. that he is going to make the jump to the NFL. I think there's a sense around this situation of if not now, then when, right? Like a mission accomplished at Michigan uh, and, and uh, a, a coach that was extremely successful in a short stint as an NFL head coach with the 49ers uh, probably wants another crack at it, right? So there are some interesting openings, right? The Chargers with Justin Herbert, I think that's an interesting opening for a lot of high-profile coaching candidates. The Raiders, he has some history there. He began his coaching career with the Raiders. So the, the fact that those two jobs are open, the fact that he hired the agent, the fact that they just won the national title uh, in a year where a lot of other stuff was swirling around, I, I think there's a lot pointing to the very strong possibility that if the right opportunity is there, Jim Harbaugh jumps back to the NFL this offseason. He's flirted with it in different ways the last couple of years and not made the jump, as to your point, He's never been as hot a property as he is right this particular moment. And I think the landscape of college football has changed, and it becomes a lot less like a lot less like coaching than it is in the NFL, where there's a lot of recruiting, there's uh, portal recruiting, there's off-season recruiting, and I think that football coaches. They want to be football coaches. And yeah. the best possible thing you can do as a football coach is win a Super Bowl. And he got really close. And I think this is the time to make that leap. And as much as you want to tie him to the – or as much as people want to tie him to the Raiders because of the Don Yee connection, if Tom Brady is not suiting back up, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot more attractive to go to Los Angeles <laughs> with the Chargers. There's, there's, the, Chargers. there's the Raiders. There are other openings. Yeah. The Falcons Absolutely. are an opening. And look, Harbaugh might be their quarterback. He, he would be their best option <laughs> at quarterback. What, what is your sentiment? this. Do you believe he will be in the NFL next Absolutely, year? Absolutely. And I think he should be. Listen, you think about this. He went to San Francisco. They had eight losing seasons. He gets to San Francisco. They have three title conference games and three. The dude knows how to coach. Oh, for sure. Think whatever you want about him. The dude knows how to coach and build a staff and an organization the correct way. I think he's, it's a no-brainer for him. Booger, I, 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 I'm asking a question to which I already know the answer. What do you think he's going to do? Well, Greeny, I came on the show yesterday thinking that he was going to stay. But talking to people yesterday, Greeny, I I think I'm going to change my mind Mm. on one condition. And, 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 Graz, help me out with this. The last time he was in San Francisco, Trent Baalke was the GM with him, correct? Yes. Yes, that's correct. Right, and, and, and I think if he comes back this time, I think one of the key factors is going to be he's going to want control or he's going to want to pick, quote-unquote, the GM, somebody that can be in lockstep with him. And so, yes, I think he hired Don Yee, the agent. Yes, I think he's putting all the steps in place to come back to the NFL, but he's got to get the power, guys. If he doesn't get 
total power or the general manager that he wants, Grass, I don't think he's going to wind up coming back because why would he leave Michigan where he's brought them back to prominence? Yeah. He's won a championship. By all reports, he's got a contract on the desk for 10 years and $125, $130 million. Why would he leave that where he is the man in Michigan and runs everything to yeah. come back to the NFL and be told what to do by some general manager that he doesn't want to work with? So I think so, the key, Greeny, and guys will be what team is going to give him complete Control. Is there a team out there, Graz, that is going to give him or willing to give him complete control of their organization? Well, so I, I think the key thing here is what I mentioned, if the right opportunity presents itself. Right? right. So a lot goes into that. There are general manager openings as well with the Raiders and the Chargers. So you could be in a position where I'm not, talk, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying Jim Harbaugh needs total control, but you, you could have a situation where the coach – and the GM are almost like a package deal. Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan yeah. goes to San Francisco and kind of picks John Lynch exactly. to be the GM. So uh, yes. you could see a similar situation to that. And if that's the case, if he has someone in mind or a list of people in mind, then maybe that does help uh, help help the uh, situation. I've got a name out. for you. I've got a name for you. Mike Greenberg in Carolina. That's my guy. Mike Greenberg is getting the GM job in Carolina. I was besieged yesterday with texts. I got yeah. blogs calling me up. Are you leaving ESPN? Because Mike Greenberg is on the short list of, of GM candidates in Carolina. Such a class. He just happens to have the same name as me. No, but it actually did happen. That's yeah. my guy. You get that job, Mike. You, you, you represent yeah. the name. Let, let me, Assistant GM for the Buccaneers, just in me, case yes. anybody. Yeah, it's let me, it's a different Mike Greenberg. Let me yeah. say this to, to, to Boog's point as well and, and to what Graz is saying. Even in Atlanta, Arthur Blank goes on yesterday and talks about that he and Rich McKay yeah. are going to basically, who's the president of the team, that's not fine to who is the general manager, is going to pick the next coach. Yeah. Right. So, like, when you have these, that basically is signaling if we get the right guy, when they come in, we're going to do whatever we because it should go in, in that order. And you saw Shanahan do that with John Lynch. You're seeing that type of marriage together where you're bringing the coach in who knows what he wants, and he's going to have a personnel guy to do it his way. It's, it's vital, but I don't think it's just vital for Jim Hart. Ball. I think it's going to be vital for a lot of the candidates taking these jobs. There's one other piece of this that I just it should be mentioned because it belongs in the conversation somewhere. And I've known Jim for 30 years. He's an offbeat person, to say the very least. So I don't know how he's yeah. thinking about this part of it. But the reality is the NCAA is a coming, right? I mean, I, and I don't know how much he's worried about that, and I don't know how quickly that is going to get adjudicated. About Twelve years, but there is an, that, that, that <laughs> might be. He might be able to coach another yeah, year he'll be and have it do nothing. But the reality is there is that belief that that's coming as well, and that certainly has contributed to people thinking that he would get out. I now. mean, he still strikes me as an NFL guy. He's always seemed like that. This was, this always seemed like to me he wanted to accomplish a mission and get out. The one thing I wanted to touch on is his ability to develop quarterbacks. Yeah, yes. most important position in football, and that's the thing that we all are looking for is good quarterbacks. He had Alex Smith, who we thought, eh, maybe not that good, had success with him. Then Kaepernick had success under with a different type of quarterback in the same system. Bringing him in to a situation with or without a, a legitimate starting quarterback, that quarterback's going to get better. Don't forget, yes, he was a quarterback himself. I yeah. mentioned his first coaching job was with the Raiders yes. in 02. He was a quarterback's coach. Rich Gannon was the MVP of the league. Yeah. I mean, so that was him just starting out as a coach. That, so, yeah. Yeah. that was the year the Raiders record. went yeah. to the Super Bowl. Quick well, thought, Ed, thought on that. I did see this little piece yesterday. Ed Dobbs, the, 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 the assistant general manager for the Colts, 
Colts. They have a relationship, and he's up for the Raiders job as well. So all right, and you never know. just tie it all to the Raiders. No, because. look, at one way or another, Mike Greenberg is going to wind up in the middle of this <laughs> whole mix. All right, Booger, stay with me here this morning. I got Paul Feinbaum getting ready to go on all of this. So we have lots to do when it comes to the national championship game last night. We also will get to the NFL and wild card weekend. What's the fallout going to be in Philly if the Eagles should lose on Monday night? We'll talk about that. And as promised, Sir Paul is here. Mr. Feinbaum, it's the morning we've all been waiting for. Jim Harbaugh has won the national championship. What is Paul going to say? You'll find out next. SEC. SEC. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. And tonight in Houston, the mission for both Washington and Michigan is simple. Finish. Bumps into traffic and escapes. Racing to the end zone. Michigan. I was so excited for Donovan. He needed that. Back in the game, and he's loose again. Welcome back, Donovan Edwards. Coaches always say playmakers have to make plays. And when we needed the play, someone made it. Said they just handed this time to Cora. Breaks a tackle. Touchdown, Michigan. I mean, when a play needs to be made, Mike Sanders still has made it. Penix down the seam. It's intercepted by Samuel Still. Biggest player tonight. It just comes down to staying in the present moment and just trying to, you know, attack one play at a time. He's got it. Michigan barrels in. They are the champions of college football. So I'll leave y'all with this. Business is finished.
Indeed it is. Michigan wins the national title. Booger McFarlane with us all morning long. And there he is, Sir Paul, Paul Feinbaum, who has been Jim Harbaugh's long-standing sparring partner all of the back and forth over all the years. And so the table is set. America is waiting. Paul, Jim Harbaugh has won the national championship. What is your reaction? I say congratulations. And, and I, Greeny, I was cheering for him last night, and I can't explain it. I'm sure it's some weird thing uh, back when I was a baby or something. But <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been more wrong about anything in my entire life. Uh, I didn't think the guy would ever beat Ohio State. I said on your show a couple of years ago, uh, if, if I live to be 150 and I'm getting close. Uh, but the point being, uh, this, this is truly remarkable. And, and, I, I, I don't want to be wrong about something, Greeny. You never want to be wrong. But if you're going to be epically wrong, uh, out of this uh, constellation, out of this universe wrong, I, I'll take it. And, and I think Jim Harbaugh has, has silenced all those who doubted him in the, in the early days. I'm not talking about what's happened this year. That's a whole different story. But in the end, uh, he, he has proven everyone wrong. How did he do it? Because, look, the reality is, and I'm a talk show host just like you are, Paul, and I'm, I'm charged with the same thing that you are, which is having something to say every single day. We can't speculate on what's going to happen in three years. So the reality of it is there were down moments. There were struggles over the years. There was a moment in time where he took a pay cut, and, and, and there were many who thought he was on his way out of there. And, and so how, in your view, no one follows this stuff more closely than you do, how did he get from there to where he was last night? Well, I think some of us looked at him and, and said he, he's old-fashioned. He, 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 he he, he's a creation of, of Bo Schembechler, his, his mentor. It, his practices are antediluvian, and in today's current college football world, it wouldn't work. But we forgot one thing. Not all of us, but I did. I forgot what a great coach he was. He w and, and you've talked about it already, why he may be going to the NFL tomorrow or, or whenever it is. He was brilliant in the NFL. And, and after a couple of years of getting his head bashed in at, at, in Ann Arbor, I think some of us simply said, what's wrong with this guy? He can't adapt. And he never will be able to. But he did. Uh, and when he was at the precipice three years ago, about to get fired, uh, he, he was building, uh, and, and fortunately for Michigan, Ward Manuel and that university stuck with him because what he's done the last three years has been just truly remarkable to watch. Let me get Booger on that, too, the former player and the analyst and your perspective on it. it. It is not inaccurate to say that there was a moment where it looked like the Jim Harbaugh return to Michigan was not yeah. going to work. Three years later, three playoffs later, a national championship later, how did he do it? Well, Green, I, I think all great leaders have to understand who they are and where they are in that moment in time and, and do you need to change. And, and I'll take you back to a moment when longtime Michigan defensive coordinator Don Brown was there. He had been there a long time. Ohio State was torching Don Brown every single year, to your point. And so Jim Harbaugh was at a crossroads. I got to get rid of somebody that's been a part of Michigan for a while, and I got to change what we do defensively because if we can't stop anybody defensively, we can't win. He got into the Baltimore Ravens coaching tree, Mike McDonald, and now Jesse Minter. It totally changed their program. Last night, the defense was the catalyst to winning the football game, uh, not necessarily the offense or the quarterback. And so I go back to when Jim Harbaugh made the tough decision to move away from longtime Michigan coordinator Don Brown, changed the defense to beat Ohio State, to beat that three wide receiver set and all those great quarterbacks that Ohio State had. And Greeny, wouldn't it be coincidence that last night, the team he had to beat to finally get Michigan back to prominence was very akin to Ohio State. Great mm -hmm. quarterback, 
three wide receivers. They throw the football everywhere. And so the change he made several years ago to beat his arch rival, Ohio State, was the same change that led him to beating Washington last night. And great leaders have to understand who they are and where they are in the moment of time. And I give Jim Harbaugh a ton of credit because they have to make tough decisions even when everybody on the left side said they should make them. He did it, and that's the reason why he's at where he's, he that's is That's a really well-made point, and, and I will remind anyone watching who doesn't immediately put it together, the Baltimore Ravens are coached by his brother, John Harbaugh. So he obviously has an extraordinary knowledge of the people there and, 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 and the back and forth. So, Paul, before we let this go, because we, we cannot just allow you to be happy with this. The world does not want Paul Feinbaum <laughs> happy with Jim Harbaugh here. My friend Jeff Saturday has a question for you. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Well, for my two SEC men, here's my question. If Georgia was in that four, who's hoisting the trophy last night? Michigan. I oh. have said oh, all along I thought Georgia out. was wow. the in the country, but after, after last oh, night, coward. Uh, I changed are? my mind. And listen, hey, I say this to Georgia. I if you wanted to be the champion, beat Alabama. Quit, quit losing to them. And, and ultimately, the best team is the national champion. Booger, can you believe this? This is, this is a moment unlike anything I've ever SEC heard. SEC traitor. They're going to lose their minds <laughs> in the southeastern part of the country. Paul Feinbaum <laughs> just said Michigan was better than Georgia. Booger, do you agree? Uh, you, know, you know what, Greeny? I, I, I think I'm going to pass. I'm not going to answer the question because <laughs> I'm going to let Michigan have their morning this morning. Uh, Jim Harbaugh deserves to have his morning. I do know this. There's, there's a team that's only lost once in the last two and a half, three years, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you they would love a shot at the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> I, I, oh, Michigan has only lost twice. I mean, for the record, but Michigan has lost twice. Boogs knows. And Georgia's knows. lost once. Booger, but you know what? Booger wants to make sure that he's welcome in all the That's restaurants exactly and every right. place he's got down there. That's exactly right. Paul, oh, this is going to be. Paul, you're out. You might as well move up here to New York Seriously. with Greeny, bro. <laughs> you know what John's doing? Move the show. Yeah, next thing you know, you're going to be just like Jeff, drinking oat milk lattes with me, <laughs> which he does. By the way, I'm calling him out right now. Jeff Saturday. He may not be like a, you know, a liberal elite, but he drinks coffee like one. He is drinking oat milk lattes up here this morning. Yeah, are you is, or are you that not? Is, that is fact. That is, that is exactly true. Right. Do all that tough guy talk. Do all that tough guy talk. <laughs> but my man was stirring stevia into his oat milk. <laughs> stirring stevia into it. It's getting personal up here. It's getting personal. Guys, I Paul's love you. Uh, Booger, you're the best. Paul, thank you. Uh, I look forward to hearing the reaction on your radio show this afternoon. You guys are terrific. Thank you so much. Right, so much more on the college game as we go. But Graziano, oh. let's get to the NFL. We got stuff. Coaching yeah. carousel. Vegas, Antonio Pierce, talk to me. Well, he's going to get a look. He's impressed as the interim head coach, and I think he's going to have a shot. Uh, to keep the job. Now, there are a lot of people who think that Raiders owner Mark Davis will want a, a big-name star head coach, and that's uh, the, where you see the Jim Harbaugh rumors start to bubble up. And if that's the case, then maybe Antonio Pierce could be out of luck. But he showed enough that he's going to get serious consideration to stay on as the full-time head coach. In Tennessee, an interesting situation with head coach Mike Vrabel meeting with ownership early this week. Uh, he has said he wants to be back. They have made it sort of publicly clear they want him back. What goes on behind the scenes there is going to be interesting to see the relationship with him and the first-year GM, Rand Carthon, uh, if they have a path forward, uh, built, you know, being on the same page. And, of course, 
the possibility that there could be another opening, head coach opening, that might interest former Patriots great Mike Vrabel, and that would, of course, be in Foxborough, where we are closely monitoring the status of Bill Belichick. Also meeting with team ownership in the early part of this week. There's been a lot of thought around the league for a while now that this could be the year that the Patriots and Belichick part ways. Uh, We await whatever announcement might be coming on that. I wouldn't be shocked if there was some sort of announcement here in the next couple of days, and I definitely would not be shocked if that announcement was someone else will be coaching the team next year. Couple of days. So you you think this is a – I'm just asking because – Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems it doesn't seem like that complicated of a conversation. Either you're coming back or you're not. But what takes a couple of days? Well, it, it is because you know he's been there 24 years and won six Super Bowls. So if the decision is going to be made that they're moving on, then there has to be a conversation about how to present that, right? right. And he is under contract, as he himself pointed out in his news conference yesterday. Uh, and so that creates an interesting situation. If he wants to coach somewhere else, would the Patriots expect? Uh, compensation in return in terms of a, of a trade. Would the Patriots have to officially fire him? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and, and then what kind of situation would that create publicity-wise? So because it's Bill Belichick, because it's the Patriots, because of all he's accomplished there, it's a lot more delicate situation than, for example, and this is no offense to anybody, but for example, like the Falcons letting go of, of Arthur Smith, who's right. been there three years, you know, on the Monday after the season ends. So that's why I think we have to give this a couple of days. Yeah, and I think that Bill Belichick deserves that, but I don't think that – I have a hard time imagining that you can move on from him, but it's something that has to be done or might have to be done. What I have a real hard time imagining is he mentioned he might be interested in changing the way that the front office works yeah, and player personnel. Like, that to me seems impossible. It seems like video game thinking. Like, you can just plug something in and work. If an organization's been run for 24 years a certain way and that man is still there, I don't imagine that all of a sudden you drop a new person in there as general manager and he's going to defer to him. Scott Pioli on line one. Scott Pioli on line one. Josh McDaniels on line two. Josh McDaniels, hey, bring him back. The dude knows how to win. He has won with, a, with, with the same cast of characters. If he can bring those guys back in the building and everybody's still on the same page, uh, you know, Robert Kraft's going to have a hard time turning that down. One thing to remind everyone of is that he has two of his kids on the staff. Right. And, and that's a situation that might not be easy to replicate someplace else. That's something that as of, like, we're all dads up here. Like, you understand how special that Heck probably yeah. is to him. Sure. And, and so if, the, if you're looking for, well, why would he want to stay there if it's been somewhat humiliating or they're taking some of his power away? That's one thing that I think of. It might not be his choice. Yeah. And that the organization might be deciding to move on. And if that's the case, he, you know, the, the way it sounded in the press conference yesterday was he wants it to make it as hard on them as possible. Well, that's right? the point. Like, you're going to have to fire me. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, I, maybe I didn't say it the right way, but that's what I meant. Right. Like, he's not just going to walk away from that situation. If, if you want me out, then throw me out. Part but. of the problem, I don't, I don't want to name anybody specifically, but part of the problem has been the staff. Like, you could point out that there are issues with him de- or him drafting and developing and signing free agents, but it's also been, when you're really good for a long time, you're going to cycle through coaches and eventually get to a point where you have defensive coordinators coordinating offense. Well, if we start figuring Special out teams. where Belichick might go next if he's going somewhere, there is a place you might not be thinking of that might all of a sudden become an interesting possibility. What will the fallout be if it goes by Eagles by? He had the windy fingers. Way to host. We need a little little wake up here this morning. We need to get this thing going today. We got the pancakes ready to go, everybody. So, Break out the shoes and the oat milk lattes. <laughs> Breakfast time. <laughs> uh.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back on Get Up, and I will point out that despite Paul Feinbaum saying that Michigan would have won the championship this year no matter what, on ESPN Bet, Georgia is the favorite to win next year at plus 425. You see Bama next, Ohio State up against or up ahead of Michigan next. Washington, by the way, which is moving to the Big Ten, is 50 to 1, the same odds as Missouri. They know he's going to be in the NFL. Uh, That's probably right. ESPN Bet, the official Sportsbook of ESPN and the only place to find exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. New users get $100 of bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet. Download today. What a play. Okay, let's go to the NFC burning questions. I'll get back to the college, but let's go through the pros here. Neek, can the Packers upset the Cowboys Sunday afternoon in Dallas? I mean, I don't think they will, but I think they can. And I think what my my man Goody Man has done out there and building up this roster and um, attracting a bunch or drafting a bunch of really talented, young, skilled players and having the guts to move on from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. The way that Jordan Love's played all season has been up and down at, at points, but it's really leveled out. He's awesome, and this team is good. I don't think they win, but I think they're good. Raziano, the second half of the season, Jordan Love has been the best quarterback in the NFL. No, Dak oh. Prescott's been better, but there have been a couple guys. Oh, no. but, but, yeah, I'm curious when Goody Man's next album drops. Good. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's in April minute. when the Get draft Get Jordan Love's around. numbers the last eight games. I mean, he, I think he's 17 touchdowns in one pick. His QBR is the highest in the league. All right. I, it's not an over. I, I don't think it's an, to use your expression, I don't think it's an overreaction. Yeah, the kid is was. playing it, great. He's playing great, he's playing but it's an great. overreaction. Dak Prescott's been the best yeah, quarterback. Matthew Stafford had a big second half of the season. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's some good. But, I mean, look. You fall in love with guys pretty pretty quick. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you, you, you'll, you'll crown MVPs early. You, you, you're, you're absolutely you're in the moment. awesome what they're doing with that young yes, group there. Agreed. Absolutely incredible. Agreed. Right. Let the record good job. Jeff Saturday is down on Jordan Love. Fair enough. Next. Thing. Let me give you another one here. Let, let me let me get to the game here. Can, can Matthew Stafford absolutely devastate everyone I mean, and win in Detroit for the first time in a playoff game? Graz. There, there, yes, he can. Uh, did, uh, did, um, sorry, LA is I got mixed up. Still yeah. seeing Stafford in Detroit. The Rams are playing as well as anybody. Their only loss in, the, in their last eight games who overtime in Baltimore. That I mean, no shame in that. Look, it, it's, a, it's one of the youngest teams in the league, as Green Bay is as well. But 
They have a veteran at quarterback. We know they have a veteran monster in the middle of their defensive line. The offense is functioning at a very high level. I think it's a dangerous game for Detroit, absolutely. Yeah, they have a young defense that's coming on. And right, like you mentioned, Aaron Donald is a problem for everybody. And also, that offense can score with anybody yep. when Matthew Stafford is on. So they're a scary team. Yeah, as, as much as the Lions, as good as they played, their defensive backs give up some big plays. Matthew Stafford's feast they don't get on pressure. big plays. That's scary. I feel terrible for the fans in Detroit. They finally get at this great season. Well, I haven't lost yet, Green. No, no, no. But I mean, if Stafford <laughs> comes in there and knocks them out, yeah. that's yeah. got to be the most brutal way I, I for this season yeah. to end. I, I, they got to get pass rush on Stafford. Hutchinson yeah. can't be the only dude. I'm rooting for the Lions and those fans to finally Ooga. get one win. All right, let me come to you here. Jeffrey, let's talk about the, the last burning question will be the Eagles. Can they stop the bleeding Monday night in Tampa? Not if they look like anything like the last month. I mean, they, they better fix something in a hurry because they played a, a poor team that had really no interest in having to win last week in the Giants and got boat raced. I mean, they're pulling dudes in the second quarter. That is not good. They can't stop anybody on defense. They can't tackle. They give up big plays. They're not running the football the way they should. Hurts is, is out of sync. They're, they're, they're super simple on offense. Everybody knows what they're going to do. This is ugly. Like, they got to get this thing fixed if they want any shot. And he's got a finger, and A.J. Yeah, Brown's got a knee. A They've way. been banged up all yeah. year. It's a mess. And thus... You know, I work with uh, one of these lunatic Eagles fans, mm-hmm. as you know, <laughs> which is our, our buddy Hembo over there, and he is banging the drum. He is banging the Sirianni drum. Yeah. If they lose the game on Monday night, and he's not the only one, he's just the loudest, is there any real chance that 11 months after coaching in the Super Bowl, Nick Sirianni's job could be in jeopardy? I, I, I think it's most likely not, but there is some chatter around this situation. It's like, you know... T- what other openings could there be? Well, if Philly were to get embarrassed on Monday night and lose first round, yeah. you know, people, people are watching that situation. I don't have, like, from inside the Philadelphia building, oh, he's in trouble. Uh, I'm not sure they'd tell me that even if it was true. Right. But I, I do think people are watching that situation to see. They got rid of Doug Peterson, what, two years after he yeah. won the Super Bowl. Right. So it's not as if, you know, they haven't done something similar before. Uh, I think... They, they lost both coordinators to head coaching jobs, and it seems like that's had an effect. And the head coach has not been able to sort of do whatever you would have expected him to do to fix it. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's if, at least yeah, it something sounds, to watch. It sounds unlikely, but if yeah. we are to entertain it, I think this is a good situation because Bill Belichick can still coach the hell out of a defense. And they've had a lot of injuries up in New England in their defense. Wait, you've put Bill Belichick in Philadelphia now? I thought like that's that? the conversation. The that conversation is, are they going to fire Sirianni? You're already putting his priority in place him. I'm saying. you got to interview other people. I'm saying that the only. Well, you do, because <laughs> if you don't, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> However, I'm saying that I don't move on from Sirianni unless it's a definite upgrade. So right. Sirianni, and that's the only one. And I still think it's incredibly unlikely. But if Bill Belichick. Belichick's shortcoming is roster construction. They have someone there in Howard Roseman who is among the best yeah. in, in football, right up there with Goody Mane. But also, if their issue is I with the that, that defense, yeah. that defense can get coached up. They're not without talent, and Bill Belichick knows how to coach a defense, it's, and he has a quarterback. We've seen him have a lot of success. He, it, but it's not just a defense. Let, let me just say this, because Himbo and I talked about this morning, and like you said, he's on one right now. But he, he, this is, he, let's talk about the offense where Sirianni you know, cut his teeth and all those kinds of things, and, and Steichen leaves and goes to the Colts and turns this offense and makes it, you know, makes it masterful, right? They're less under sender. They, they run less play action, less yards after catch, less motion, um, and they're less productive. 
Like, if you look, like, that is not, if you're an offensive guy that's been getting flowers for the last 11 months and, for, and your yeah. guy leaves and all of a sudden you can't write that ship, at least if you can't fix the other side, no one's at, but right, but I mean, I, all I that stuff to, to, to your point, the defense lost a lot of players. So even though they shouldn't be as bad as they are, you can explain that away. The offense, everybody's back. Right. <laughs> like that's what everybody's back in a year better. It's hard to argue that there that there's anything that they can put it on other than like coaching right now, especially when you watch these games and they have a game plan that suggests we're just better than you. Well, right. so so let's just let's put it in terminology that we usually use when we talk about quarterbacks. We say, well, which team is Aaron Rodgers away from a championship? Which team is Tom Brady away from a championship? The Eagles feel like a team that could be Bill Belichick away from a championship. Right? They were right a now, they fumble like, away from a championship last year. But so then they like, lost their two guys, and yeah. it looks like a disorganized, discombobulated mess right now. And if there's one thing that nothing, no matter how bad the Patriots have been, they have not looked like a disorganized, discombobulated mess. He does not live in a discombobulated world. I like it. Belichick to the Eagles. Let's make it happen. Belichick's got three losing seasons out of the last four, right? Nick Sirianni was in the Super Bowl, as you mentioned, <laughs> yeah. 11 months ago. I think this right. is a little – I don't know that we should necessarily be letting like Hembo's fan leanings like design our, our segments of our shows. I, I think this is a little bit too far Agreed. to say that Nick Sirianni should be in trouble. I, if I were the Eagles, I would certainly Why give him. Hate fun. Another... We all we all agree that it's a little too far, but sometimes it's fun He's to go a, a little journalist. too far. Wasn't, we're just fun. Weren't, we're the, fun. weren't the Eagles just fun like not long ago? Yeah, like, they're not now. We just made them fun. They were fun. We just made them again. We just made them fun. They stink Hembo. on ice right now. <laughs> all right, we got an NBA Wednesday. Wednesday doubleheader coming your way tomorrow night. You're going to see Steph. You're going to see Zion, Warriors, and Pelicans. And then you got Jokic and the Nuggets taking on Utah. Countdown will get your night started 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Back to the natty as we continue. Michigan celebrating a championship after a season of controversy and huge questions. Does this put all the scandal behind them? Is Harbaugh headed to the NFL? So much to discuss. And we will do it all. Let's go.